Thank you for joining us once again on K-Pop Cosmos. I am your host, Freya, and joining me, as usual, is my co-host, Mark. What is up, Mark? What is going on, Freya? I am very excited about this episode, let me tell you. I I can tell. (laughs) So, um, without further ado, we are actually going to be talking about one of the largest, if not the largest, K-Pop girl group right now and that would be twice twice is under jyp and it kind of shows <laughs> because they are very, I don't know, JYP, they just kind of kill it on performances for the most part. Very mm-hmm. solid. It's And it's very apparent. So TWICE is a nine-member girl group. I do not want to butcher their names. Mark, do you want to tell us all their names? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll butcher it. I, I... <laughs> right. So um, so there's no Nine members of Twice. Uh, there's Nyan. There's uh, who's kind of like the uh, whenever like a, a song starts, she's usually like the main singer. She's usually the one that like kicks off the song. Uh, there's uh, Jonghyun, who uh, was kind of like the tomboyish looking member of the group. She always had the short hair when they first came out. Uh, yeah. There's Momo, who's uh, one of the Japanese members. Uh, she's kind of the lead dancer. Whenever you see like a dance dance break it's usually momo that's uh front and center doing the dances uh there's sana who's uh also a japanese member who i think is just absolutely beautiful uh she has like a very classic classic face very beautiful and incredibly talented but uh, i i love sana there's Gio, who is the leader of the group she actually trained with uh jyp entertainment the longest there's footage of her as like a little kid in jyp so she's been there forever. So she's the leader. Uh, she's awesome. There's Mina, who uh, was actually born in America. Uh, she's the another Japanese member of the group uh, and also a ballerina. She's very graceful and very such a sweetheart, too. That's- There's uh, Dayan, who is uh, the crazy one, who I, well, I dub her the crazy one. Uh, she has a really glowing smile and uh, just hilarious she's just a, a goofball and i adore her uh che young who is i spot her very easily because she's like the tiniest one she's very small uh but she's a rapper and she is an incredible rapper uh, i love when they give her a chance to like really really uh showcase what she can do she's an awesome rapper and then the last member is chewy who is a tall model type uh she's taiwanese uh, she was, I think she was one of the last members to join the group. Uh, and she is very classically beautiful. Uh, uh, Chewie is uh, uh, just one of the, you can tell that she's just excited to be a part of the group. She 
doesn't really get a chance to uh, spotlight that much, but everyone loves her, which is how she got in the group. See, I would have completely butchered Chewie's name because that's not what it looks like when it's spelled. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's, I know, so, it's spelled T-Z-U-Y-U. I would have called her something completely wrong. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they're all very beautiful and... Um, it's it's kind of really cool that they have three Japanese members um, and because a lot of these groups, the mass majority of the members are Korean. But some of these groups because they have like one random Japanese member, um, but it's nice that they have a lot more. Um, and I, they were uh, one of the unique groups that debuted because of a survival show. Right. Uh, they, the show was called 16. Uh, did you watch that at all? Uh, I, I was not aware of it at all. Uh, when it first came out, I did eventually go get into twice. Once I started to like uh, recognize twice, I wanted to learn a little bit more about them. I did go back and watch some of the, the highlighted episodes, which really shows off the, um, really gives a, a good idea of who these these girls are as as people because it's you know it's kind of like a lot of behind the scenes stuff uh you get to see them before they're on stage with you know pyrotechnics and lasers and all of that stuff you get to see them like just being hard-working uh uh rookies and uh yeah you get to learn a lot about them from that show so i did watch some of the episodes and it definitely endeared them to my heart uh, a little bit more than than normal <laughs> yeah um these shows I don't know. K-pop knows what they're doing when they suck you into like these groups because you, you get this like, cause they have all these behind the scenes and they have all these shows and it's just like, Oh, you kind of feel like, I don't know. It, it's like when you develop, uh, you care about a TV or um, a movie character or a television show character because you've watched them grow. And it's the same thing with these shows and, and because uh, they're everywhere and you're like oh i want to watch you know a twice tv episode and they have their own tv show so <laughs> it's 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 addictive because you like you you feel like you uh, you grow to what's the word you develop a relationship even though it's obviously the fan uh, idol relationship but you feel like oh i know their personalities and you know oh that's it kind of feels like a friendship, which is really weird when you think about it because you don't know these people and they don't know you exist. But it feels like you do know them because you see all this behind the scenes stuff um, and you, you pick up their personalities. Granted, they know they're on camera. So, I mean, everyone always is like on their best behavior when the camera's on. But, you know, things slip out. So <laughs> it's the closest you're going to get to seeing um, the real them. Um so I, as everyone knows, I'm kind of biased against girl groups. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, that's why I, I, was, I was surprised. I was surprised you picked this groups. So I'm like, well, you're not like, you know, you're not really that big into like girl groups. And this is like probably one of the biggest girls, girl groups that there is. Yeah. Um, they, I remember back in, I believe it was 2019. They were the highest earning um korean girl group that year mm. um or i think they were like the highest earning group in general um because they they had like 
brand deals with pretty much everyone. Um, and you know they're big because they are now uh, being called uh, the Nation's Girl Group, which we know was the title given to uh, Girls' Generation from Second Gen, um, and they were the first ever ones to get that. But now, um, now it's Twice who has that uh, title, which you know makes sense because you know the, you can't be the Nation's Girl Group, and then it just it evolves, it changes. Because now they're the biggest ones, and they honestly, they actually deserve it. Um, let's see, they. Oh, I did a lot of digging. <laughs> so this group, it you can't ignore them, and that's why I chose them is because even if you don't like girl groups, you know who Twice is, um, just because they're absolutely freaking everywhere. Like when I, um, and they're even, they're relatively a newbie, newbie. Um, they debuted October 20th, 2015. Um, and granted, that was only like six, five years ago, almost six years ago. But still, that they're still relatively, I call them newbies, but they're not, they're not new anymore. They're veterans, I guess, at this point. Like uh, the song or the dance for um, TT, I guess it's called. Um, that freaking dance was ever i didn't even know what it was but i was just like what is this i think it was it was on um it was it was even over here in the west just people were doing that dance I was like, what the crap is it um and then same thing with freaking um yes or yes and likey that freaking song was everywhere i'm like what is this so you know i couldn't escape this group even if i wanted to and they also with like awards which once again doesn't mean they're better than you know a group that doesn't win awards but they have uh 262 nominations and 108 wins oh my god <laughs> <laughs> in five years it's just uh and it's just oh god because um last year they won uh mama they won oh god uh World's fan choice and most pop. What was it? Mm, yeah, most popular artist. World's fan choice, and they were nominated for best female group and artist of the year, and all these other <laughs> song of the year, best dance performance. Uh, it, they just and that's just Mama. They they're pretty much nominated at every award show, and if they don't take home at least one win, it's it's a weird weird day. <laughs> You know, but yeah, I really- was I was mm-hmm. not, I was not a Twice fan at all. Like when they first came out, I really like couldn't care less because I already you know as much as I love Wonder Girls, who was under JYP. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my Wonder Girls group. I had Miss A, and then JYP is like, hey, here's a new nine member girl group, and I'm like, I already got Girls Generation. Like, I don't need any more girl groups. I'm fine. JYP, go somewhere else with that. Uh, and then as I started to like kind of follow, you know, get a little bit more into K-pop and uh, I spend some time at uh, comic book conventions and, you know, sometimes I would find a booth that would be selling K-pop merchandise. And I'd be like, yeah, oh, this is amazing. You know, so I can go and get some swag. But like 95 percent of the stuff there, it was all like BTS, Monsex and Twice. And I'm like, where's the where's the Wonder Girl stuff <laughs> They just look at me like I'm crazy. What was wrong with you, dude? This Wonder Girls time is gone. 
It's all about the new stuff. So even then, I'm like, I don't want, I want, any, want anything from Twice or any of these new groups. Screw that. I want, I want the old stuff. And then I fell in love with Twice, and now I'm like, I need more Twice stuff. <laughs> I, need, I need to buy more stuff. So, uh, yeah, I was definitely not down with them before, but they definitely won me over with – um. It was uh, oh, let me let me think. Signal, the song Signal, or the video Signal, uh, where they they each have superpowers and they're trying to win a heart of an alien. That video, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm in, I'm in twice. You got me. Yeah, uh, that video, um, I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought they were going to be like abducted at first, <laughs> and then it's like. Mm-hmm. They're chase, yeah. They're trying to win this alien guy, and he's just trying to get away from them so much that he like calls a spaceship to go and get him. <laughs> he's just running away the whole time. But I think at the end it shows that they're actually aliens too, which is kind of it was like, oh, thanks JYP for another weird music video. <laughs> uh, it's just, which it's true. Uh, freaking JYP has some of the weirdest music videos out there. But they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, another, like, and JYP himself likes to be in the music videos. Like, in their music video, Knock Knock, when they're, uh, I think they're, like, having a sleepover or something. Yeah, they're having a sleepover, and then they answer the door, and it's freaking JYP and, like, his PJs and a <laughs> pillow. It just took me flashbacks to Wonder Girl, where they lock him in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why is he in all of these people's music videos? <laughs> Which, you know, I think that, my it, it, my favorite uh, JYP appearance uh, has been in the uh, they, they twice released some Japanese songs too, mm-hmm. uh, and they had a video for it's called uh, Candy Pop, and oh, yeah. in, in the beginning of that video, it starts off as an anime. It's like twice anime characters, and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I would watch the heck out of a twice anime. TV show if one existed, but there was an anime version of JYP, <laughs> and it was perfect. It looked just like him. It was fantastic. So uh, yeah, that, that's my favorite JYP appearance is him showing up as an anime character. <laughs> Gotta give it to JYP. He has a sense of humor with himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. uh, but oh yeah, um, so Twice has the thing about Twice. Uh, they're one of those groups. <sighs> I kind of started to like them kind of like uh, you said, you were like, no, no, stay, you know, no, <laughs> I already have, you know, Wonder Girls. I had 21 and I think we're just showing our age because um, I would get my K-pop and Japanese music stuff when I would go to anime conventions because they'd have a booth full of music and stuff. And um, they'd have like the, the usual like, j-rock and all that stuff but then there's supposed to be this like small section that was k-pop and um so but for me um the group that was just always there was freaking girls generation like they had the music videos going and stuff so it was like um but yeah showing our age with that because now you can buy their <laughs> their stuff online back in the day you couldn't do that you had to go to conventions to find k-pop and all this stuff because you couldn't buy it. It would they wouldn't ship it internationally. Thankfully they do now, and we have Spotify and iTunes and stuff. And I feel really freaking old now <laughs> just talking about it. Um, but also, did you know that um, kind of like um, Red Velvet, they have colors assigned to each member. 
in this group as well? No, I actually did not know that. Yeah, so sorry, I'm going to just butcher these names real fast, and I'm so sorry. I really, I, everyone, I know I need to work on my Korean. Korean's hard for me. <laughs> so, uh, Gio, her, they call them representative colors, but Gio is apricot. Uh, Neon is sky blue. Jeon, Jeon, Yeon? I can't say. She's my favorite, by the way. She looks the best with like the short hair. She's oh really? Cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, hers is yellow green. Momo is pink. Zana is purple. Um, yeah, purple. Amina is mint. And Daehyun is white. And Cheyong is red. And uh, Chui is blue. So. If you want to support your favorite member, wear their color to the concerts, because that's a very, like I said, during Red Velvets, that's a very uh, Japanese concept. They they assigned each member a color. So if they're your bias, you wear their color to the concert and the members know what their color is, obviously. And of course, they have the the official group color, um, which for twice is two. And it's apricot and neon magenta. I've never seen a group with two colors before, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, they're twice, so we get yeah. two of everything. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and also their fandom is called Once. Once again, I love freaking fandoms are creative. They always have something to do with like the group's actual name instead of, you know, our people who are like, oh, I'm just going to call them lovelies or my little monsters or something. It has nothing to do <laughs> you know, with like the group name. Um, so yeah, they have their colors. So next time you go to a concert, wear your me- favorite member's color, or just go in a freaking rainbow and just yeah. like support. <laughs> no, all of them. That's everyone. That's what I was gonna see. I, I I wouldn't be able to decide which one would be my favorite, so I would have to just wear them all. <laughs> just yeah. one big rainbow-looking suit. <laughs> totally wear that. I mean, it would get you noticed at a concert. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> be that one person. So. Um, yeah, which I actually really like that concept, um, you know, and it's very interesting seeing the bleed over or the mixture between uh, J-pop culture kind of bleeding into K-pop culture and vice versa, because um, I know SM is doing it now, JYP is doing it, so I think that's really cool. Um, also, with Twice, they, they have this like cute concept, you know? Um, I guess I caught them right at their debut and didn't even realize it because I saw their uh, like ooh ah video and um, that is the weirdest video still like JYP they're weird videos they're like locked in a high school and it's a zombie apocalypse but they're talking about falling in love I'm like eh, okay <laughs> I love that I, I love that concept because it's it really is unique and it's unlike any other K-pop video with a girl group mm-hmm. that you've seen. And I love the fact that, that at the end of the video, the zombies get a heart because they kind of fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> it, it, it reminded me of that. Oh, what was that? That uh, zombie movie where, where he falls in love with this girl and then they figure out how to de-zombify people. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. Like I want to say it's called, I want to say it's called warm bodies. I feel like. Yeah. Warm bodies, yeah. Because did that even come out around the same time? Now I gotta, I gotta Google this. <laughs> I think it might have been 
afterwards. Uh, I think the, warm I think the, body. Afterwards. Uh, yeah, a couple of years. Warm bodies came out in 2013. So, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So they were uh, about two or three years afterwards. So, okay. Okay. But um, yeah. That, okay. Fair enough. So <laughs> just reminded me of that. Um, also. I just sat down and watched every single one of their music videos, which thankfully it's not like watching second gen music videos because I'd be <laughs> gone for like two weeks. <laughs> but um, I really liked, their, I just liked their music videos. They're fun. The cheer up was also cute. It's not really what I expected. Doesn't they have like the Instagram filter? And then whenever he changes the filter, like what's going on changes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, once again, JYP and the unique. However, during that one, I had some, like, <sighs> irritation <laughs> when they go to, like, the, the, the secret agents and they're holding the guns. I'm like, get your fingers off the triggers. Get your fingers <laughs> off the triggers. <laughs> Gun safety, people. <laughs> fingers <laughs> off the triggers. Because they're just walking in their hand. I mean, they've obviously never held a gun before because I'm like, no, <laughs> don't, don't hold it that way. Uh, but yeah, it's like ah, uh, that's when I've you no, know, I've watched something a little too much because I'm like looking at their hands. And, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I also liked how TT and Knock Knock kind of like uh, connect with each other, which is kind of weird. I didn't know if that meant that they were ghosts and they died in the snowstorm and Knock Knock because they got locked out of their house, or if they were already ghosts. <laughs> Did you pick up on what was going on? You know what? I just, I just enjoyed the fact that they, they were connected. I didn't really pay that much attention to the storyline, but now that you mention it, uh, yeah, I guess they did die <laughs> and were ghosts. <laughs> that, that, makes, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, because I was like, well, first of all, you don't go outside in your PJs in a snowstorm. You just don't do that because <laughs> it's freaking cold. And then the door closes and locks and they're pounding on it. And then it goes back to like the TT thing with like the kids inside during Halloween. And then, uh, then they disappear. I'm like, did I just watch twice die in a music video? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like break a window, get in the house. But yeah, that was weird. But twice has like very interesting, like likey, I think is the most normal music video they have. Um, Cause they're just walking around like, what is it? San Diego. I don't think it's LA. They're just chilling no. and walking around and dancing. It's Canada. Gym. Oh, it's Canada? Yeah. No wonder it's so clean. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was looking at. Man, where the hell did they film this video? Because it's definitely not South Korea. It's definitely a more yeah. an American place. Uh, yeah, I did a little research. It's Canada. Because it looks, it looks okay. gorgeous. Yeah, I was like, it looks really pretty, and they had, like, the, the pier and everything. I'm like, is that San Diego? Because they have a lot of piers and stuff. I was like, but it's too clean. Why? Where is it that's so clean? And, like, there's, like, no graffiti in the alleyway that they're dancing in. I'm like, where did they go? I thought that was the U.S. because of the gym they were in and all, like, the sports stuff. And I'm like, that seems like a U.S. thing because I know that high schools have all, like, the banners from, like, 15 years ago when they won something. But, yeah, that makes oh, that makes more sense that they're in Canada. <laughs> Good choice. It's really pretty. And like I said, this dance was freaking everywhere on um, TikTok. I want to say it was on TikTok. Um, yeah. Like he was the, like he was the video that like cemented it, that I was officially a twice fan. Like oh, really? Sig- signal was the song. And I'm like, 
oh, okay, I like this song. Um, and one thing I, I miss watching these videos is JYP's like name drop in the beginning of the song. I don't know why. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. And then when the song started and I hear JYP, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's the good stuff right there. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Signal was the one that uh Signal was the video that like made me go, oh, okay, maybe maybe I should check out twice. And then Likey, I'm like, okay, I'm all in. Likey mm-hmm. was the video where I'm like, okay, now I have to start learning who these members are. Uh, especially when Diane does the little breakdown rap at in the middle of it and does the dab. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's mm-hmm. adorable. Who is this girl? So uh, yeah, Likey was the uh that was the the first step down the uh, the huge rabbit hole. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say I watch these girl music videos and I'm like I like that outfit because <laughs> it's just kind of they're getting more and more into like wearing normal people clothes instead of to <clears throat> like spiked heel you know craziness, um, which I think might have weirded out some people back in the. I loved it honestly. Um, it was very uh unique and i really like that but i guess i understand why it would like scare people off but now they're wearing like jeans and t-shirts and skirts really cute skirts and really cute dresses i'm like i would buy that if i had the money too because it's adorable <laughs> i would you know and so um but it, the thing is with twice they kind of had like you know they're really cute concept but now they're kind of um since fancy i think it was they kind of are now graduating i guess from their cute personas and now they're going to their mature personas did Mm -hmm. you pick up on that like like visually i i picked up on it like they definitely they're definitely styling them a lot um more mature which is fine Mm -hmm. you know it's been five years so it's kind of understandable but the thing that i love most about that fact is that they haven't completely like changed their style at all like the music (laughs) that they're doing now is still pop music. Like they haven't gone like super grunge or super like, um, like a uh, digital or EDM or they haven't done anything like completely out of their wheelhouse. The music that they're making today is the same music that they made five years ago. Still pop. Yeah. Just, they just look different. Yeah. And, and I appreciate, um, I think that they're, uh, it's a very graceful change. Um, Cause you know, sometimes people like overdo it a lot <laughs> with it. Like all of a sudden they're like unzipping the skirts and you're like, what the crap? <laughs> Calm down. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice ease into the maturity um, because maturity doesn't mean that you're, you know, <laughs> for a lack of a better term, it doesn't mean more skanky. It just means you're grown up. You have matured or you're, dressing more like a woman and less like you know a teenager or a child um which you can totally see because now they're wearing more of like the blouses and you know the well in fancy they're wearing like chains and stuff which you know i'm totally for because i love that stuff but now they're more mature looking outfits and um like you said the, the sounds and their music is still the same um which is great because you shouldn't change that much. And if it is a change, it needs to be like slight. And then you like, don't even notice that there's a change. 
Um, also, something I picked up <clears throat> a little bit is, and it's my main gripe with girl groups is their dancing because it's mostly cheerleader stuff, and it, it, you know, and it's not because I don't believe that they're they don't have good dancers. It's because I do believe that they have good dancers, but they're not using them to their full potential. Um, however, especially in I don't know if it was feels special. I'm just going to go straight to like uh, more and more and can't stop me. Um, okay. Their dancing has gotten uh, more, uh, more physical. I want to say like they're moving around more. Their footwork's getting more complicated. They're, er, they're doing more footwork. Um, and especially in can't stop me. They're doing some floor drops and crap and it's amazing. And I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Because, like I said, girl, these girls can dance, and it's just a shame that they just kind of, a lot, of, not all the groups, but a lot of the groups, their choreographers make them more like cheerleaders. I'm like, this one, but there's good cheerleading and stuff, too. Don't get me wrong, but it's, they have upgraded with their routines, and so um, it's fantastic. It's not like they couldn't dance before, like I said. Um, they did some nice stuff in their uh, debut, um, but now the footwork's getting better and i appreciate that and they're wearing like you know that they're gonna be doing some dancing when they're wearing like the boots that go up past the ankles because i'm like they're gonna be moving around especially in the feet because you're gonna bust your ankle if you're wearing a stiletto <laughs> so i'm doing like some dance moves um they also have perfected that like that wave technique not the body waves but like the um going from one side of the group to the other wave and it's great i love that yeah, yeah, I. They definitely some of the some of the best. They definitely have some of the best formations of a group. Mm -hmm. Like they, you're right. They do move around a lot more, um, and it's really intricate too. Like they they weave and and move around each other, and hit that formation like amazingly well, amazingly well. Which is which makes those kind of those body moves or those those body waves across the group just look mm -hmm. even better. So I think they're like. As far as girl groups, as probably as far as like K-pop groups, they're probably at the top of the list regarding uh, setting that formation and, and moving around the stage. Yeah, like I said, JYP, they have some great um, <clears throat> choreographers and like formations and stuff. Um, they're they're very much the group or the company that you look for with like performance, like visual performances and stuff. They're really very well done and really. I'm not saying they have the best dancers because there's some good dancers out there, but I'm just saying they have, because let's be honest, Taman's like the best dancer and he's an SM, but <laughs> you know, they, their performances are always a blast to watch. Um, and that's what you expect from JYP is fun, strange music videos and great performances. <laughs> you know, So um, yeah, uh, I did actually add a twice song to my playlist Hey. Um, and yeah, <laughs> and it was actually, I can't stop me, which I believe is their newest one. It came out last year in October. Um, because I don't know, I have a love for the eighties, even though I was not an eighties child, I freaking love the sound of the eighties. And this kind of had that eighties vibe to it. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you know what I'm talking about? And yeah. I just absolutely love it. There's definitely a, a thing going on now with uh, a lot of groups uh, the weekend, uh, star or the weekend musician probably being the main one that's really mm -hmm. benefiting from this retro 
80s pop sound. Um, and um, Dua Lipa, too. She's another artist that's uh, really benefiting from that sound. So when I heard Twice do it, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like this is like the thing now. But their song is really good. Like, I Can't Stop Me is like really, really good. I was surprised yeah. that they did that genre and they pulled it off so well. Yeah, I think it's one of their best songs, if not their best song. I I freaking I've had that on replay for like all day today. <laughs> so good. Um but yeah, it's and if a girl group can make me add their song to their play my playlist, then that means they're good and worth checking out because I never add girl groups. Almost never. And they're just great. Um just the visuals in their music videos like in it's not feel special feel special is a great music video too um but what was that song called um what is love i believe um (laughs) i like that music video because i am i i'm a nerd when it comes to movies i like movies um I haven't seen every movie, obviously that's impossible, but, um, I like trying to figure out which, you know, what movie is that, you know, because they do a bunch of parodies for movies and I knew almost all of them. And then I felt kind of ashamed because I, <laughs> I knew almost all of them, <laughs> uh, because they, they parodied Ghost, Pulp Fiction, Romeo and Juliet, uh, Love Letter, La La Land, La Boom, which I never watched, um, The Princess Diaries, uh, and Leon the Professional. I never watched La La Land or Love Letter either. Um, also, there was one that they don't put someone, they, I don't think people know what it is, but because um, I don't even know if it actually is this, but it was a movie um, in the scene in What is Love where she's in the library, she's wearing a school uniform, and mm-hmm. then the other member is leaning up against the window reading a book in, like, a boys' school uniform. I'm like, I swear, I know that freaking movie, but no one's putting it on, like, movies that are, you know, um, <clears throat> parodied. And I'm like, is it because they don't know what movie it is? Because it's only, like, literally one scene. I'm like, it's a Japanese movie, and all the other movies were, like, American, I believe. Um, but... Yeah, she's sitting in there and he's like behind the curtain and it's blowing. Um, I swear that is from a Japanese movie, well, manga adapted into a TV series, adapted into a movie, or movie came first, whatever. Um, and the movie's called, or it's called Koizora, um, or Sky of Love. That freaking, I swear, that's a scene in that movie. Um, it and sorry, I'm gonna go on a little tangent right now because. I had such flashbacks to that because of that one, like, ten five-second clip in What is Love music video. Because that movie and that, that just story was so... Ah, that was by teenage years. I love this movie so much. It came out in 2007. And, ugh, oh, I ugly cried during that freaking movie. It's so sad, but so... Because it was a 2005 best-selling Japanese uh, romance novel. Um, and, oh my gosh, it's so sad, so good. But anyway, it gave me flashbacks because in the movie, <laughs> in, in the movie, um, so he gets the girl pregnant and there's a, he makes a joke. Well, they have sex in the library. Sorry, guys, I'm using that as <laughs> word. So 
<laughs> they get down and dirty in the library. I'm pretty sure it's even that scene where she's studying and then she looks at him and then like the curtains are blue. Cause I remember a lot of curtain action in that movie. And then the, <laughs> And later on, she gets knocked up, and he's like, why don't we name her library? Because that's where we made her. I was like, ah, this dude. <laughs> She's like, shut up. I was like, oh, but that's why I'm having flashbacks. I was like, I swear it's that movie. But no one else puts it as a parody of that movie. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but that's exactly what it reminds me of. So random recommendation from me, if you're fine with watching old Japanese movies or TV shows or just like watching reading manga. Uh, read, check out Koi Zora. It's beautiful. It's r- tragic. It's fantastic. <laughs> you know, and you're gonna ugly cry through the whole thing. Anyway, back to K-pop. Um, I. <laughs> you know, I do. I do want to say I actually really love that video. And, and once, and Leon the Professional is one of my favorite movies. Uh, so when I saw them reference that, I'm like, oh, first of all, what a great idea to have a, a video and a song called what is love and use different movies that talk about love, like, you know, kind of parody movies that talk about love, uh, which I thought was really, I thought that was really cool. Um, second thing is what do these K-pop girls know about Leon, the professional <laughs> that blew <laughs> away. And, and then I'm like, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to picture a world where, you know, a young fan like watches this video and it's like, Oh, that's, that's a scene from a movie that's a scene from pulp fiction i never saw pulp fiction maybe i'll watch it and then he watched pulp fiction and are scarred <laughs> especially right after that scene when like the adrenaline shot right through the chest <laughs> exactly also, it's kind of funny that they're doing what is love when in that scene in pulp fiction he's her bodyguard she's actually married to his boss <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't pick up a romantic thing from them but i mean I picked up that she was a (laughs) doggy. JYP has definitely gone on record saying that Pulp Fiction is one of his favorite movies. So I'm pretty sure when they're like, oh, for this video, for this video concept, we'll do tributes to love stories. And JYP from the back back of the room was like, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. (laughs) Sure, boss. Sure. Okay. They should have had the scene with the French girl and pancakes. Oh, that movie. Oh, I love that movie. Or, yes. I mean, The Princess Diaries was good, too. I freaking love Letter. But I've never heard a love letter, letter before. But yeah. Um. So, yes, kids, <laughs> don't watch. Check the ratings of these movies before you watch them. <laughs> yes. Saying. Yes. Because for... will scar you. <laughs> and, and Leon, a professional, too. That's it's. I mean, it's a great movie. Not a, it's, it, if pay, if K-pop leads you to Leon, a professional, uh, you probably wait till you're a little bit older to watch that movie. I was just <laughs> <Yeah>. saying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Stick with Princess Diaries and like Romeo and Juliet with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> there you go. The only thing I remember about that movie besides their uh, their outfits in that scene was the fact that Leon or Leonardo DiCaprio's gang or whatever, they're always wearing Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> That's oh, the yeah. only thing I remember. I was like, why are they in Hawaiian shirts? They're supposed to be gang members. Why are they in Hawaiian shirts? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're, it's just, uh, it's interesting. Don't, don't, don't take movie reviews from K-pop music. Let's <laughs> 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 do it. You'll end up watching some weird stuff. Um, 
except for my rep, you know, except for my <laughs> recommendation, because that's a good movie. Um, or and then Dance the Night Away, they just have some weird dark concepts. If you actually like think about it, out of the box, everything like Dance the Night Away, they're shipwrecked, and then they're like, let's party, and they see a ship off in the distance. They're like, now we're fine on the big old island, and I was like, mm-hmm. don't you want to, don't you want to get rescued? You might die of it's all fun and games, you know, while the weather's nice, but, you know, typhoons happen. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to die. So That would have been, been a perfect place for a JYP cameo of him just on a boat. <laughs> like, where's my star group? <laughs> and they're like, oh, there's boss. Uh, let's just forget it. <laughs> let's just hide. Hide. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, I love his cameos. And I guess it's because we're both second gen people, but yeah, the the JYP went JYP is a little whisper <laughs> like the beginning. I love that. Uh, it's just, and then the, I think they did that in like like ooh ah, they're like twice, you know, yeah. JYP twice. I'm like, yeah, you know you're a rookie group when you have to say your name in your song. <laughs> but then again, we had songs like that with like I think did Jason Derulo do that in some oh, of his he does songs? It yeah, yeah. All- Jason Derulo, you know, it's like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know who I'm listening to. Thanks, you know, but it's just interesting. Freaking third performances. Um, I actually got sucked into their dance practice videos um, because their dancing, at least the newer stuff, is very hypnotic because of just how flawless their, uh, like you said, like, and my brain just shut off with the word like <laughs> formations, like how their formations are and how just they slide right into it. And I'm like, that is really amazing. Cause like the older stuff, they, they would just like dance with each other and you know, it wasn't as fluid, but now it's like, it's really good. <laughs> but um, yeah, I got sucked into that. Um, I love, I love watching k the reason I like K-pop so much is because they can dance and they can sing and they put on a good show, which, to be perfectly honest, most Western artists, they have backup dancers that do all the dancing for them. And then they just kind of stand there or they walk around the stage. And then most of the time they're lip syncing like a certain artist that people got really pissed off with that she was lip syncing when they found out. And now she has a show in Vegas. So I'll let you guys figure out who that is. But... <clears throat> Yeah, and that's the reason why I like K-pop is because they work their butts off and it shows that they're trying to put on a performance. Because why should I give you money as a performer if you're not going to perform for me? You know, that's your job. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's why I like K-pop so much. And, you know, I respect the girl groups, whether or not I like them or not. I respect them for their hard work and, you know, everything that they do. And if you love Twice, fantastic. I'm getting more into their newer stuff not so much older stuff but yeah <laughs> yeah their their newer stuff is actually pretty pretty good they actually um dropped like they they, they debuted you know in 2015 and you know released their songs and they uh, started releasing uh japanese songs uh-huh. and their japanese songs are very pop like more pop than their their k-pop songs like they're very um, not simple, but they follow a very kind of upbeat, colorful, candy-coated sound, which is fine. You know, if, the, mm-hmm. if that's what the Japanese audience, uh, if that's what they react to, uh, and they're huge in Japan, so obviously it works. Uh, but mm-hmm. usually, 
for some groups like Girl, Girls Generation, when they do when they release their Japanese songs, their Japanese songs are very they're more edgier. They have more of a uh, you could tell like like DJs like work on it or they they get the producers from from different areas. They have a, a much more harder edge to some of the songs, not all of them. But for twice, all most of the Japanese songs that I heard have been very colorful, very more more cutesy uh, until recently. Uh, breakthrough i had no idea that was a japanese song i came across that song by accident um last year and i'm like oh my god this song is amazing isn't and i just found out it's japanese then they have a new song that just came out recently called better that's probably one of my favorite songs by them uh it just came out but i can't stop playing it and that's also one of their japanese releases too so they're definitely i feel like they're definitely as they're maturing with their their uh, style as their songs are still k-pop but maturing i think they're getting a little bit more mature on the japanese side too and that's exciting because uh uh that's a, a whole different flavor that uh that uh you know I'm, I'm gonna be very excited if they keep going down that path so yeah so i would definitely suggest checking out their new song better i think it's amazing yeah it it is a really good song too um and <clears throat> their japanese stuff sounds very I think they're doing really well. It's because it sounds like J-pop and I'm not because that's how it is. J-pop's besides baby metal, but that's a whole other thing. Um, J-pop is uh, it's very uh, lack of a better. It's sugary sweets. It's very uh, anime-y. It's hard to explain, but it's very like, ah, it's so sweet. I have a toothache type of a thing. And you can even with my eyes, it's, that's how it is just watch like akb48 or just any japanese because akb48 still freaking killing it from what i've heard but um yeah and uh, going back to when you were talking about like uh, candy pop their japanese music video freaking i knew that jyp reminded me of someone and i just rewatched it he looks like freaking brock from pokemon <laughs> yes oh my god that's it <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Brock. <laughs> Brock is now JYP. He's managing a girl group in the Pokemon world. <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, that, that's going to be stuck in my head every time I see him. Oh, <laughs> I do. He looked familiar. It just took me a little bit. Oh, gall. But yeah, ugh, this group. I freaking. This group, if you want, like, happy just things that make you feel good listen to this group because oh my gosh they're not so sweet that it's like you know <laughs> it's just they're really it's fun i think it's because they mix a little bit of the edm in there um but yeah um my final thoughts is this is a girl group that i don't dislike um especially their newer stuff and i do recommend them if you know you're you're more you're more forgiving than me with girl groups, but um, yeah, I totally recommend them completely. They're fun, um, they're cute. Um, you don't have to be worried about watching their music videos in front of your parents if you happen to be, you know, living with your parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're not gonna all of a sudden have some random bed scene like UPM does. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, there it's it's cute and it's just. It's just fun. If you need some like uplifting peppy music, it's totally, you know, that's your style. Um, do you have any final thoughts on Twice? Yeah, I do. I'll, I'll run through them really quick. Uh, 
they a lot of them do write their own songs. I know about five of the members uh, wrote pretty much half the the last album that they came out with, which I think is yeah, really cool. cool. They get some of that uh, that writer's money <laughs> when the song does well. <laughs> get uh, some that, producer money. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that'd be. I'm sure that'd be next. There's an awesome video of them. Uh, online doing an unboxing for the last album where it's just the songwriters and they talk about the process of writing the song, which is really cool. Uh, my favorite yeah. song, I think my favorite song in video by them is uh, feel special. Uh, whenever I watch that video uh, it's, it's such a, a sweet story because it's about them talking about how each other, how they help each other. Like it isn't a song about a guy. It isn't a song about their fans or about finding love. It's about how when the world is tough and I feel like I can't go on, I can look and you, my, my uh, sister in the group is there to help me out. And the lyrics are so beautiful. Um, and a video is so beautiful too, because you can see how they're, they're, they're kind of paired up to help each other out throughout the video. Um, and it, it, it's one of those songs that, just speaks volumes and visually speaks volumes to me mm-hmm. more than like any of their other songs. I love that story. And the last thing is uh, JYP and Rain uh, just dropped a song called uh, oh I can't remember the name of it. I want to see it switch to me, where mm-hmm. they're com- they're competing over a girl. Uh, each one is trying to take the girl away from the other guy. And the video is awesome. I highly recommend it. Has it's an awesome ending. I'm not going to spoil it, but oh my god, it's fantastic. But uh, Dion and and Cheyong, who are the rappers of the group, who they always put together for some reason. Like whenever there's anything, they always seem to link those two together because they're the rappers. And I was like, man, I wonder if they ever get sick of that. But they released a remake of that song, and it's the two of them uh, singing the same lyrics that JYP and Rain sang, and uh, but it's about a guy and it has like a 90s vibe and it's so cute and it's just fantastic so uh definitely check that out um but yeah yeah twice is a great group i wasn't with them before but i'm a full-on once fan right now they are addicting (laughs) so so for k-pop school we're going to be talking about <clears throat> dating, the dating ban, the you know, dreaded dating um, for K-pop. Because I know that a lot of people are like, why can't they date? Why can't they date? And twice, well, let's just say JYP. Um, JYP has this special little thing in their contracts um, that when they debut, they are not allowed to date. Or at least, you know, they're not allowed to date. Um, for three years <laughs> after they debut, three, and there's actually a reason about it. And um, because uh, when JYP was on Knowing Brothers with Got Seven, he they were actually talking about why that is the way it is, and it's not even really a rule. Well, it's a rule. <laughs> Let's just say it's a rule, but he says it's more of a recommendation. But we all know it's a rule. So after three years, um, they're not allowed to date. Some companies you're just not allowed to date at all. So, you know, at least at least like three years. And then he says that after what was it? JYP after date, he said 
said, after the debut, I advised them not to meet friends and only stay focused on practicing for three years. It's only for three years. After that, they were free to bring boyfriends over and I would buy them dinner. Wow. So, yeah. So, and um, that is actually true because their three years was up in 20, the end of 2019. And at that time, Gio came out and said, oh, yeah, I'm dating Kong Daniel and he's very popular. Um, they broke up last year in November. So they dated for about a year. And at the same time, Momo also came out and she and is still currently dating Super Junior's Heechul. And people kind of had a problem with that because Heechul, he's older than me. Not by much. He's in his 30s. And she was born in 1996. <clears throat> so she's in her 20s. Which, honestly, I'm like, sweet. I mean, I love Heechul. So <laughs> I'm a little biased. And my whole thing is they're both consenting adults. She's in her 20s. It's not like she's 18 and he's 45. I mean... I always think age gaps are stupid unless it's something freaking ridiculous. Like he's old enough to be your grandfather, you know, (laughs) she's not dating a 65 year old. So, I mean, it's not that bad. So, um, yeah. So with K-pop, there's a reason why, um, they don't date and JYP, like I said, he, he actually talked about that on the show knowing brothers, which you can actually watch on Netflix. And it's the Got7 episode with JYP. He talks about why they can't date. And he said that when he was a newbie in the K-pop industry, um, he made the mistake of he was on the show and they were being interviewed. And he he said that everyone else was saying that they were single, even though he knew that they were dating other people, that these people were dating. He's like, why are they all saying they're single? So when they got to his turn, he was straight up honest and said he was dating. And he said the backlash he got for that was he said he lost so many fans and it was ridiculous the amount of backlash he got. So he said to protect his idols from the same backlash that he received when he was a newbie that he he created this three year recommendation ban. Um, And because let's be honest, it's kind of true. Um, whenever a member of a group comes out that they're dating or something, they lose their fans or people are like, oh, he's not good enough for them or you know, she's not good enough. Um, because even like girls generation, they weren't even dating, you know, a TVXQ or um, 2 p.m. And they were getting backlash for that. They weren't even dating. They were just doing music videos together or commercials together. And it was so sad because I watched, you know, uh, they were on a radio show and I watched freaking girls generation members start crying because they were getting attacked via the, the feed, the, um, the chat. And so you know, they weren't dating, but not, you know, and, and so it's just kind of, it's like, a, it's not even the cultural thing that happens over here too. Um, and, and people do their little, they have ships and if like reality isn't their ship, they, they lash out on the artists. Um, so there's multiple reasons. That's one of the reasons why they don't do dating. Another one is, um, well, it's kind of connected. Another reason they don't do dating is, um these groups are created to how to say it? they're created to give the illusion of a relationship which we touched on earlier and that's why they also have a lot of members is that they're trying to create you know your perfect girlfriend or boyfriend like your ideal type and that's who your bias becomes it's like your ideal type of person and so then you kind of you know create this relationship obviously some people take it a little too far and they think that they're theirs like 
oh, she's mine. I, you know, I, she can't date anyone else. And you know, they, they lash out, but it's a marketing move. Um, is that they're trying to, and that's why they have like the, oh, you can buy, you know, a Chewy's necklace or ring or whatever, or uh, BTS Jungkook's uh, special cologne or something like that, <laughs> you know, okay. because it's a marketing strategy and it's a way to make money is we're going to create this illusion of, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend type of thing. And that way our fans will buy more of their product for that specific member. And so it makes a lot of money. Um, U.S. artists kind of do the same thing. Um, I know the Spice Girls, they had like Barbie dolls, but that's different. But um, they kind of did the same thing. Um, And we also had kind of the dating thing, too, back in the day. Um, I know that some like groups or bands, they would pretend that they were single or they didn't, you know, dating anyone um, just to keep their fangirls. and so it's it's just a marketing technique also um idols i don't know how much it is in korea but in japan they're like they're not supposed to do anything bad um so idols are they're not supposed to be uh what's the term solely aka they're supposed to keep this pure (laughs) thing because let's be honest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just because they say they're not dating doesn't mean they're not dating like he was freaking dating what was it lisa rose from blackpink they're dating each other people even if they say they're single and they're not dating they're dating each other they're dating because you know that that's people like companionship and that's what they're gonna do also getting down in dirty spawn so you know <laughs> like they're not 25 and still most likely a virgin. Let's be honest. <laughs> They're most likely not. So um, they've most likely done things, you know. And so they're trying to keep this illusion of they're pure and, you know, they never do anything wrong. And, you know, she's so pure. She's, you know, she's still, she's never dated. I'm like, that's a freaking bold face. Like, so let's be honest. You know, most of us dated in high school. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> And it's just because they're not supposed to engage with the male trainees. I mean, there's a lot of engaging with the male trainees. And some of them, they even put them in, like, they're, they're not allowed to say even hello to them. But let's be honest, they're slipping each other phone numbers. <laughs> of course, of course. If you're in a, if you're training at a, an, at a, agency and you walk past, like, a room, for, you know, if you're a guy and you walk past a room of, like, you know, 15 girls and they're all, like, suddenly looking at you, of course you're going to, like, gonna want some attention you're gonna you you know it'd be impossible not to find yourself attracted to at least one of them uh in there so yeah i'm there's definitely some behind the scene shenanigans going on but yes as far as the public goes they don't they can't know anything (laughs) as far as they as far as they know they're gonna go to your concert (laughs) you're gonna spend a lot of money on your cd spend a lot of money on your concert and you are gonna fall in love with them and live happily ever after (laughs) that's gonna happen they're going to see you in the crowd of like 20 million people. <laughs> <You know? Yep. laughs> it's that fantasy. Um, so yeah, the, the reason they have the dating ban is it's more like don't have public dating. That's more what it is. Even some artists, um, you can find interviews and stuff. They talk about like the little cheating ways they have of um, going on dates and stuff. Like some of them, like, yeah, we call them group activities. So like a lot of, they have a lot of people go together so it doesn't seem like they're dating, but they're 
it's actually a date between them. Like they'll go off by themselves somewhere. (laughs) They'll disappear from the group. Um, So yeah, they, they have their tricks and stuff. There's even some companies and buildings and stuff that have like special back entrances for them. Um, So yeah, um, they're not allowed to date quote unquote, but they, they're dating. It's just, they're not allowed to have public dating is what it should be. It's not that they can't date. It's just that they're not allowed to have public dating. Because we all know better. We all know what we were like as teenagers. You really think, <laughs> you know, they're not going to do it either. <laughs> so, yeah. So, dating ban is just to create this illusion and it's a marketing move of purity and they're for the fans and only for the fans. You know, it, it's a marketing move. Um, so, don't feel too bad. I mean, I mean, you can feel bad because I feel bad for them. But let's <laughs> don't feel too bad because... Like we said with Keith during the Ikigayo, they're passing each other sandwiches with each other's phone numbers. They're like, hey, closet, <laughs> five minutes. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> We're all at the award show right now. <laughs> Meet me backstage. So, <laughs> because they're people, they're people, they're yeah. human beings, you know? And I actually love when they come out and say, I'm dating this person or I'm getting married. I'm like, yay. Like when Rain came out and said he was getting married, I'm like, yay. Rain's gonna have babies, <laughs> cute little mini. <laughs> so, so um, yeah. So that's the little secret of the dating ban. But yeah, it's just to keep fans and to keep up that illusion in marketing. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I do look forward to January 1st every year because that's usually when the the scandals hit. <laughs> it's when oh, this yeah. bad releases so and so has been dating so and so, and it's like ooh, <laughs> it happens every year January 1st. So yeah, I. I I kind of look forward to that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I look forward to them. I just like people being happy, you know, so <laughs> makes me happy. Now, if it was a lie, like freaking he cho- I should just do a whole thing on his scandals because that man has like, he could have a book of just <laughs> dating scandals. Really? But, yeah, like, okay, this is going to go over a little bit, but like, uh, he Chul, he he's like friends with everyone in the industry. And so because he's including females and um, they, they, they're so comfortable with him. They talk about their periods with dudes. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you gotta be on like a pretty close knit thing. Um, but anyway, like he, he talks about every week is like a new scandal. Like he's dating someone else. Um, he, he said that even he was sitting down one time reading and um, reading the scandal and they were calling them uh, man a and man B or male A, male B, and he's he's reading, he's like, oh, yeah, and he was talking about how he's really into it. He was talking about this on Knowing Brothers, too. He was really into it. He's like, I wonder if I know these two. It's like, do I know them? So he's like, the entire article, I'm trying to figure out who these, because it's an actor male A was into um, idol male B and blah, blah. He's like, who, who is this? And he gets to the end and they reveal who it is, and he's like, and he was the idol, and he's like, I don't even know this actor. He's like, so apparently I'm gay. So they have run out of females to like put him in a scandal with, but now they're shipping him with all the dudes. And he's like, I didn't know I was gay. It's <laughs> like, well, this is a shock to me. So <laughs> I really love, I love when they talk about this stuff. But anyway, sorry guys, that was a tangent. <laughs> so yeah, dating. I love it. I love their their skills. But um, yeah, so thanks once again for joining us. Um, And you can catch me on the Undercover Cape podcast for TDC, where we talk about all things 
DC comic related. We're currently stuck in future state, uh, but that's almost over. <laughs> so what do you have going on in the podcast universe, Mark? Uh, yes, you can catch me every week on Soul Wizard Podcast, where we talk pop culture news and review movies, sometimes TV shows. Uh, no K-pop at all, but uh, my fingers are crossed for that moment where someone makes a K-pop movie and I force it on my co-host. Can't wait for that moment. Um, but yeah, soulwizardpodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, new episodes every week. All right. So thanks again, guys. See you next month. So see ya. Bye, guys. Thank you.